my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this morning, the Lord in the gospel of today is giving us an assignment. It's a reminder of what happens really every day at Mass and the assignment he gives us. If we pay attention to the gospel from Luke 10, 25 to 37, there was a lawyer who, to disconcert Jesus, stood up and said to him, Master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? What do you read there? He replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. You have answered right, said Jesus. Do this, and life is yours. Beloved, we see in this text, this brief text, I will continue, but you realize that we are told Jesus said to him, what is written in the law? What is written in the law? In other words, Jesus expected that young man to know the law. What is written in the word of God, Jesus expected that man to know what is written in the word of God. He goes on, he asks, what do you read there? What do you read there? In other words, Jesus expects us to read the word of God. This is crucial because Jesus will tell him at the end, we'll come and see it. Jesus will tell him, go and do the same yourself. Go and do the same. You cannot do what you don't know or what you have not heard. You cannot act on an instruction you know nothing about. You cannot act on an instruction that you have not been given, so to speak. You must, before you can act on an instruction, you must be given an instruction. And friends, the word of God, far above instructions, even though they are instructions for our lives, but it is really the word of God, as we are told, is, is the word of God we are told in the first reading. Friends, the word of God is supposed to be obeyed. The word of God is supposed to be read. The word of God is supposed to be known. Friends, ignorance of the scriptures is ignorance of Christ, St. Jerome will tell us. So it is crucial and it's important for us to know the word of God. And it's interesting, this young man was able to quote that word of God. Friends, it's important to know the word of God. It's important to know the word of God. That young man replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. And with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself and jesus said you have answered right friends it's crucial for us to know the word of god it's very important to know jesus to know his word because friends we are dying and suffering and lost and confused in life because we don't know the word of god Hosea 4, 6 says, My people are perishing because they don't know me. For lack of knowledge, my people are being destroyed. In Isaiah 5, it confirms it there. Friends, we are being destroyed and confused and tossed about because we don't know who we are. Because we don't know the word of God. 
Friends, the word of God is like a mirror. We are told uh, by James. Friends, the word of God is a mirror. The more we look onto or into that mirror, the more we will see who we really are and what we are supposed to do in this life. Jesus said to the man, said to the man You have answered right, said Jesus. Do this and life is yours. Friends, do this and life is yours. This man knew this, but he wasn't doing it, so he didn't have life. Friends, it is not enough just to know the word of God. Jesus says, do this and life is yours. Do this and life is yours. And towards the end, he says, go and do the same yourself. Friends, it is very important for us to act on the word of God. And friends, if we don't act on the word of God, we will not have life. We will not enjoy life. We will not have this encounter with Jesus Christ. And it's very, very important. We continue. But the man was anxious to justify himself and said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man was once on his way down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of brigands. They took all he had, beat him, and then made off, leaving him half dead. Now a priest happened to be traveling down the same road, but when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. In the same way, a Levite who came to the place saw him and passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan traveler who came upon him was moved with compassion when he saw him. He went up and bandaged his wounds pouring oil and wine on them. He then lifted him onto his own mount, carried him to the inn, and looked after him. Next day, he took out two denarii and handed them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and on my way back, I will make good any extra expense you have. Which of these three do you think proved himself a neighbor to the man who fell into the brigand's hands. The one who took pity on him, he replied. Jesus said to him, Go and do the same yourself. Go and do the same yourself. It's like this man, it appears as if this man went for mass, and after the mass, Jesus now says, Ite misa es, go and do the mission. He had an encounter, that is the word he heard from Jesus, his interaction with Jesus, after which Jesus says, now go and do the same. Jesus is saying that it is not enough for us to just come for mass or just have the read, read the word of God or listen to his word and just leave it there. No. When we listen to the word of God, we must understand it and then act on it. You realize that when Jesus finished, he asked him, which of these three do you think proved himself a neighbor to the man who, him, who fell into the brigand's hands? Jesus was testing the man's understanding of what he told him. Jesus was testing to know whether the man understood what he was telling him, what he was narrating to him. That is to tell us that, look, friends, it is very important to hear the word of God and understand it. And, understand it. and if we read Luke chapter 8, it's very clear on the parable of the sower. It's very clear. Understanding is crucial to our bearing fruit. Understanding is crucial for us to bear fruit. 
if we if we must bear fruit and in fact that is what god calls us to we must understand the word of god and that is why the church gives us the opportunity god gives us the, the opportunity through the church daily to hear the word of god because faith comes by hearing and understanding the word of god it's not enough just to hear the word it is important to understand the word of god and that is why jesus asked him which of these three do you think proved himself a neighbor to the man who fell into the brigands it is important i am looking forward to a day where after mass young people in fact everyone old and young will sit together and discuss the homely and discuss the word of god and discuss their understanding and then go out eating mr s to proclaim the word of god because that is the instruction jesus gives us he says go and do the same yourself go and do what go and act and behave like the good samaritan go and behave like the good samaritan after all that is our calling as christians in ephesians 2 verse 10 we are told god has prepared good things for us to do god has already prepared good things for us to walk in them the christian life is a life is a walk in the uh, in the word of god is a walk on the word of god is a walk in the word of god is a walk in the understanding of the word of god is a walk where we apply the word of god and we cannot apply this word if we do not understand it and that is why jesus took his time and explained the the the, the, the quotation from deuteronomy when this man quoted it this man quoted it, but he didn't understand. And so Jesus uses his contact to explain to him. Who is your neighbor? Who is my neighbor? Your neighbor and my neighbor is anyone who is in need. Anyone who is genuinely in need is our neighbor. And we as Christians are supposed to be good Samaritans always. And that is the injunction or the commandment Jesus gives this young man. Go and do the same yourself. We are sent out every day go and do the same yourself where go to your workplace go to your to the market go to town go to the shops go to the fields in the buses wherever we find ourselves we are supposed to be like the good samaritan we are supposed to be moved by compassion this good samaritan was moved by compassion we are not supposed to behave like the levite and the priest they saw and pretended not to have seen Friends, we are supposed to see things and act on them based on the word of God. Look at the attitude of the man. But a Samaritan traveler who came upon him was moved with compassion when he saw him. Friends, when we look out there, this man, we are told the Samaritan looked out with compassion. If we have the spirit of Christ in us, we cannot see a world that is getting lost and not have compassion. Friends, we must have the heart of God as Christians. God lives in us and God must, we must radiate and show and act out the compassion of God in us. Friends, we cannot see people lost and be comfortable. It is not Christian and it is not a proof or a sign of the spirit of God in us. Friends, we can say that this priest and this Levite had, hadn't got the Spirit of God in, in, in them, so to speak. Or they didn't allow the Spirit of God in them to lead them. Friends, we must allow the Holy Spirit to, to radiate, to, 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 to lead us, to guide us, to let His compassion be manifest on every person we meet. 
we are sent to go and do the same. Go and do the same. Go and show God's compassion. Go in the name of Jesus. That is the command God is giving you and me today. In the same light, for some of us this morning, we may be in a situation like this man who was on his way to Jericho and fell into the hands of brigands. We are told these brigands took all he had. They beat him up and they made off leaving him half dead. Your situation right now may appear as though you are half dead. It may appear as if you have been beaten. It may appear as if you have been robbed. Whatever it is, whether it's even literal, maybe you have been robbed, maybe you have been beaten, and maybe you are sick and even half dead, or situations have made you appear half dead. I am here this morning to tell you, God is for you. God is for you. Maybe in this situation, you are expecting help from persons who should help you. And they are dodging you. They are hiding from you. I am here to announce to you that in the name of Jesus Christ, your help is coming. Your help is coming. Your help is coming. I lift up my eyes to the hills from where comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Friends, God is sending someone your way. God is sending a good Samaritan your way. Friends, God will help you himself. God will step in and answer your prayer. God will look, stop looking to man and look up to God. Stop looking to man and look up to God. I lift up my eyes to the hills, Psalm 121. From where comes my help? My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. God will help you. God will send helpers your way. God will send helpers your way. In the name of Jesus, God will send helpers your way. In the name of Jesus, where you least expect help, that is where God is going to send help so that you will give him all the praise and the glory. This man was looking up to the Levite. This man was looking up to the priest. We are told they saw him and they passed by on the other side. In the name of Jesus, God is sending a good Samaritan who will not pass you by, who will come straight to you and pick you as you are. This good Samaritan came, picked him as he was, bandaged his wounds, poured oil on and wine on them. Friends, God is sending someone to you. God will bandage your wounds, whatever they symbolize. Whatever is causing you pain, that is your wound. Whatever is causing you disgrace, that is your wound. Whatever is causing you fear, that is your wound. Whatever is causing you misery and sorrow, that is your wound. God is sending someone right your way to pour oil and wine on you. And he will not leave you there. He will lift him up. We are told that he then lifted him up on his, onto, his, onto his horse. The man lifted him up. Friends, God is going to lift you up. God is going to lift, it, lift you up from where you are now to where you least expect. Little did this man know that he was being carried to an inn where he will be looked after and fed well and paid for. Friends, God is coming to lift you up. God will lift you up. In the name of Jesus, you will not remain where you are. You will not remain in that pain. You will not remain in that sorrow. You will not remain in that disgrace. God will lift you up in the name of Jesus Christ. God has sent somebody. Be expectant 
help is coming. The Nigerians will say, Ebezina, Ebezina, yes, Ebezina, someone is coming. God is bringing help in the name of Jesus Christ. God is bringing help your way in the name of Jesus Christ. Your wounds will be bandaged. Your wounds will experience oil and wine. The Lord will carry you in the name of Jesus. He will take you to a place you did not know. This man was carried into the inn and looked after. God will take care of you. God is the God who cares about you. He will take care of you. Next day, he took out two denarii and handed them to the innkeeper. He said, look after him. He said, and on my way back, I will make good any extra expense you have. That is, God took care of the man's future. This good man, this good Samaritan, anticipated even the needs, possible needs of this man in the future. And he said he was ready to take care of that. If you are worried about your future, in the name of Jesus Christ, be assured that God will take care of your future. God is concerned about your today and about your future. God is concerned about your today and about your future. This good Samaritan, God brought him and he took care of the man's today and his future. That is God for you. He will take care of you. He will take care of your today and your future. And friends, we are encouraged to also go and do the same. Somebody is in need. Stretch out. Somebody is in need. Proverbs chapter 3 tells us, let us not withhold help from whoever needs it. Friends, God has sent us out. Jesus says, go and do the same. Let us look into our communities, in our offices, in our workplaces, in our churches. Friends, there are many people who are in need in our churches, in our parishes, and we neglect them. God challenges us even in Galatians chapter 6, verse 10. We are told to attend to one another, to help one another. Friends, let us open our eyes. There are many people in our communities, in our houses, just around us, our neighbors who need our help. A little help. Jesus says, go and do the same. Go and do the same. That is our assignment today and always. That is our assignment. And friends, let us conclude what St. Paul tells us in the first reading. He says, the fact is, brothers, I want you to realize this. The good news I preached is not a human message that I was given by men. It is something I learned only through a revelation of Jesus Christ. The word of God is a revelation of who Jesus is. The word of God is Jesus. Friends, we cannot understand the word of God un unless it is revealed to us. When we sit down to read and to learn and to listen to the word of God at mass or wherever, at our quiet time or wherever, we should ask the Holy Spirit who is in us to, to reveal to us. David will pray in Psalm 118. Verse 119, verse 18, David will pray, The Lord, unveil my eyes, open my eyes to see the wonderful truths in your word. May God indeed enlighten our minds and our hearts to understand the word of God. It is not enough to hear. We must understand. Faith comes by hearing, and embedded in this kind of hearing is understanding. We must understand the word of God. I was given by men. It is something, it, I was not given by men, but this word, it is something I learned only through a revelation of Jesus Christ. May Jesus reveal himself to us in his word and in the Eucharist. May Jesus reveal himself to us in the word and in the Eucharist. 
in Luke chapter 24, the disciples encountered Jesus and they recognized him at the breaking of the bread. Friends, may we recognize Jesus at the breaking of the bread today and always. Friends, this man, look at the picture, take your time and contextualize the gospel again. It's as if this man went for mass. He met Jesus, the word of God. The, Jesus proclaimed the word to him, so to speak, explained the word to him. That is the readings of the day in the, in, in the context of the mass, after which Jesus still spoke with him. Jesus still gave him his word. That is the Eucharist. Then after that, Jesus now says, go and do the same yourself. Jesus now dismisses him. Ite misa est. Go and do the same yourself. Don't expect anybody to do it, but do it yourself. Let us be of help to one another. And friends, our own help, God will send help to us. In the name of Jesus, go and do the same yourself. May our mother Mary, our lady of perpetual help, intercede for us. Go and do the same yourself. You are blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. You are blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. We are blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.